Well, hello. Hi. We are live. <laughs> and this is Does It Resonate With You, the chat show where we talk about all kinds of spiritual topics. And we encourage you to take what resonates with you and leave the rest leave behind. Rest. So today we're going to talk about all kinds of fun things, you know, um, card readings and, and what it takes to get a good reading and what it takes to give a good reading and kind of where we are with in our practices as readers and in mm -hmm. our practices as intuitives and, you know, kind of what we do, kind of how we set ourselves up, you know, for success. Yeah. Um, so that's it, right? Oh, that's it. But we are broadcasting solely on YouTube nowadays. So please, if you're watching us, reach down and uh, hit that subscribe button. If you wouldn't mind, we'd appreciate it very much. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So where do you want to start? Well, I remember about maybe a year, maybe two years ago, I was in one of your sessions and you um, did this thing on neutral state. And that was a big eye opener for me. Um, it was very impactful. So let's, let's start with that. You want, well, the... So you, well, yeah, let's start with the, so there's, to there are more components to the state of neutral, but my key main components are to release assumption, judgment, self-doubt, and fear. So is there one in particular that resonated with you more than another? Or I mean, I feel as a group, as a combination, that there's really good reasons for releasing all of those things when you're setting yourself up for a reading. So yeah, yeah getting the ego out of the way. What would be my for me, what was the most, so I guess it would be self-doubt, right? Oh. The, the one thing that, especially as you're launching, as you're getting into doing readings, you're like, am I doing it right? Right? Yeah, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> and, and the truth is you can't actually do it wrong, right? right? But we don't right. ever um, tell ourselves. So, so on the subject of self-doubt, I kind of feel like um, assumption and judgment go hand in hand. And mm -hmm. self-doubt and fear yes. go hand in hand, right? Like yep. self-doubt and fear fuel each other. Exactly. I was gonna my I was almost in my mind thinking which one was worse or which one was more prevalent in, in my you know um experience, self-doubt, and the second would be fear. Not fear of like being, you know, like a bombing, but just more fear of uh almost the same thing. Am I doing it right? Is this Am I resonating with, is this resonating with the, the, the client? Sure. sure. And, and as a reader, I mean, me, I'm not particularly afraid of very much. Like, nope. That's a good I, thing, I, Angie. I, I, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm really not like, I, you know, I grew up around Chicago and I have rather a checkered past. If you, if you might, if you might put it that way, which I, I want to hear about the probably will never make its way to this talk show, but you know, maybe behind the scenes, you'll hear a little bit more. <laughs> Um, but I think there's a lot of ways fear can impact. I think fear and, and self-doubt kind of are linked together. And I think there's a lot of ways fear can, can impact a reader or someone who is getting a reading, someone who is giving a reading, someone who's learning how to do it. Cause as humans, don't we have like the ultimate fear of the unknown? Yeah. Right. right? Yes. And this information is coming from who knows where right i mean i know where but you right. know where but but, but someone who this was brand new for um yeah there is there that's right 
Right. You know, I, I read a story. I can't remember where I read this. Maybe it was, yeah, it was in one of the tarot books I read, but the, um, um, someone has never had a reading before. It was in kind of a girl's night out, um, situation. The reader read for her and she just started crying. And so the, you know, the tarot expert, the reader, the writer of the book was saying, um, boy, I, I wonder if I, you know, what, what, what happened here? And what had ha actually happened is this girl was just so overwhelmed by how amazing and, and spot on the reading was. She just had no other response other than just to cry because she didn't know what else to do. It was so surprising to her. And, and so the energy worker in me wants to say that was also a form of healing and release. Ah, yeah. So, right. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's really something how kind of what you think psychic work and intuitive work is before you start doing it compared to after you start doing it. That's a, and, that's a great topic. Right. I mean, yeah, wow. we, we really, you know, we can, we can put that on the list, you know, to go into further. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, it's kind of like when you have the idea as an, you know, they say, Oh, how can you possibly be psychic? You haven't won the lottery. Well, you can't, you can't psychically glean the, the, you know, only like probably one tenth of 1% of people who have any kind of, you know, inner vision could come up with the actual numbers. Right. Numbers, like, right. It, Most it's, numbers aren't really a thing you get very well. Not, I mean, not right. Not very much. And everybody yeah. connects in a different way. Yeah. But when you start to really move into the work and when you start to really practice with people, what you, what you can see is that you're giving them validation of some form when mm -hmm. you're doing these readings for them. And when you give validation, you're changing their vibration. And when you shift their vibration, you actually give them the opportunity to heal and Ooh. release some things that have been hanging over them. So wow. it's really, um, you know, if you take it seriously, which is another topic for another day, because right. I've had for some reason, when we set the intention to do this, show all of a sudden on Instagram, every time I turn around in my DMs, there's somebody saying, I have, I have felt your energy from your page and I would love to give you a reading because I feel there's something <laughs> I can tell you. And of course, you know what my response is to that. <laughs> I don't um, get readings. <laughs> it, right. I don't, I don't accept unsolicited readings. Not only that, but I haven't given you permission to read my energy. So, you know, right, and then most of the time it turns out to be a, a fake, a scammer anyway, you know, somebody impersonating someone. Thousands. So, Thousands right. So, I, I mean, it's, you know, so many. So anyway, so, you know, and those people feed into that energy of fear and doubt, right? Because, mm -hmm. because if you have, if you're a gifted reader, right. Mm -hmm. But you have this kind of niggling doubt. And then now all of a sudden you see all these scammers People are talking about them all the time. Well, what if I'm perceived that way? You know, like yep. it, it's just another, it's just another way to add to it. So if you can eliminate, if you can really start working on the fear, I think the doubt has the possibility to fall away. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. You know, going, going back to the, this, the, the perception of, of kind of our industry, um, I was uh, I was browsing one of my favorite silly websites um, a couple of days ago, 
and there is a topic. So it's one of these sites where someone posts a topic and the topic, and they say, hey, everybody, what is what is your favorite such and such? And give a picture and a story. And the topic was, which professions shouldn't exist because they're scams? And mm. right. So here's an obvious one, you know, used car salesman. Another one was um, <laughs> uh, like medical insurance adjusters, you know, people who actually decide if you're insurance is going to pay for your wow situation or not true right right right, right? <laughs> yeah but here's what came up and i was dismayed to see this one was psychics another one was was um alternative healing i'm like oh man so well there know, are always going to be those right yeah but there yeah, are less people sailing saying that now yeah that's a than good there point. were you know a even point. a decade ago that's a so, good point so um, thank you for kind of putting that in perspective Right. Um, yeah. There, you know, I mean, there, there are... has to be the ones that turn that around. <laughs> um, yeah. See, and, and, and we're, you know, we have determined sort of the boundaries for where we're going to go on this show. So there <laughs> right. are a few other things I could throw out there that I just won't for the time okay. being. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know uh, about people pretending to be things that they really aren't and, right. and what have you, but, you know, um, you just can't make some of the stuff up, right? Like <laughs> right. the idea that, okay, for example, I did Akashic work. I did Akashic work. I did, I did an event. Uh, we talked about it last week. I did an yep. event with Lisa and I never met a single one of those people, never met any of them until after I had done their readings. I did their readings. I sent them the information then I met them that night. Everyone said they were 100% spot on. Holy cow. I mean, Isn't that a, wow. That's it's amazing, amazing right? Yes. Like, and, and it's not like there's only, so I, I work in energy archetypes and I work in Akashic archetypes. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's one or two to pick from. So I have a 50, 50 chance. You know, I have a list of 10 sure. that I work from. Right. Yep. So it, it, you can't say there's nothing to it. It's legit, but it's just not, it's not what a lot of people think it is. I don't know exactly how I'm trying to say that. You know, it's like people, oh, well, can you get the lottery numbers then if you're a psychic or, or can you read my mind? I don't want to be anywhere near you. Can you read my mind? No. Right. I mean, right. those kind lot, of comments or misunderstandings of how we work. Right. I yeah. do have a friend that's a mind reader and I'm, you know, I'm a hundred percent sure he's legit. He also, by the way, may very well agree to be a guest on the show oh, sweet. one of these days. So that, that would be, be very quite cool. Fun. Um, but yeah, so wow. So neutral state, self-doubt, fear. You know, here's the thing: self-doubt and fear are present in your day-to-day -day life too. So how would how would um, if you're not a reader, how would arriving at a place where you have less self-doubt and fear impact your day-to-day -day life? Um, I think that's kind of the key for um, getting, for me, that's, that's, the, that's the whole point of woo, right? Is, is making, your, making your life more joyful. And, right? Right. Um, not, not, not to uh, jump ahead with our, our shameless plug section here, but my book talks about woo-woo. And, and the whole point of woo-woo for me was 
realizing that life is joyous and amazing and fear just didn't have to be any part of it. So, yeah, it, it, there's a, um, there's a, there's a strange dichotomy and tell me what you think of this. Okay. So some people have very clear innate psychic abilities, mm -hmm. but deep down, they're just really grumpy, unpleasant people. And then you have people that um, are, you know, in, in the mindfulness and they're very calm. Um, like two of my favorite people, uh, Jack Cornfield and um, oh, what's what's her name? Anyway, there's a there's a, a guy I follow who's a meditation teacher and just all around warm, genuinely, deeply peaceful, happy person. But, you know, he's not psychic. He's it doesn't. But then there's the people that have both at the same time. They're deeply joyous. They have a deep inner peace and they have these psychic abilities. And I think that is is the archetype. I, I think that's where that's where things are headed. That's where I think things are headed. So 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 sort of like if you have a Venn diagram. Yeah, that, exactly. Right? And, and where they intersect. Right there. So, right so, there. So I I would I, whatever the word is. I was trying to think of the, you know, the Rod Serling word, you know, like I, I, I would encourage you, but that's not it to, to consider mm -hmm. the fact that everybody's got psychic abilities. True. Yep. Um, and that, you know, like, I mean, here's my least favorite sentence or, or I guess it's not really a sentence, part of a sentence on the planet as an empath, as an empath, as an empath, there's so many people who say as an empath, I can't handle being in crowds as an empath. Okay. Right. Right. Um, the truth is everyone's an empath. It, it, it's inherent to our human nature. 600 years ago, 500 years ago, 800 years ago, we all needed to be empathic, right? Because we needed to know if those people coming down the road toward us were friends or they meant to run us through with the sword. So oh. we kind of needed to have, you know, right. That gut feel was much that, stronger than spidey sense, as they call it nowadays. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, right. So go with your gut. That's been around forever. When I was a little kid and I really honestly thought this was how it was everywhere. When I was a little kid in the sixties, PS, and we needed milk, my mother would go, I'm going to send your father a message. We need milk. And son of a gun, if that man did not come home with milk, Right. There's no cell phones in the 60s. Or he'd come home with bread. There's no cell phones. He was an electrician. He was not in an office where they could talk on the phone. Or he, he when he worked on the train, he's riding back and forth on the train because he right. was a troubleshooter or whatever. So there was no car phones. And I remember oh this was one of the things that caused me trouble when I was a kid. Because, you know, I was always kind of an outsider when I was a kid. Yeah. And somebody <laughs> said... Oh, well, we're out of, let's say, peanut butter. You know, the mom says we're out of peanut butter. So I remember asking the kid, well, why doesn't your mom just send your dad a message? And they looked at me like I was crazy. Right. Because it kind of was out there, right? But in That's my world, really that was there. legit. Like, it oh, really wow. happened. So, oh, you know, man, and, and, and my father was a, a damaged PTSD World War II veteran from... Uh, aircraft carriers during World War II that yep. saw some horrible things. Mm -hmm. And my mother 
while at that, even at that point was not much longer for this world. You know, she passed when I was 16. Mm. So that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and it was the 60s, right? Like, so it was very different. Although I wonder, I can't help but wonder if people were more into, you know, is there anything to the cell towers and the 5G and all that stuff that's out there? Is that creating interference for us? So here, here's my take on that. I think it is. I think yes, but I also think we're resilient enough to um, to adapt. I, I agree with that. I, I 100% agree with that. Yep. I think there's just more electromagnetic noise. And it, sure, I'm sure it, it interferes, but I also think, okay, we, our bodies and our, our spirits adapt to whatever noise or toxins are around us as much as we can. I, I am 100% on board with that with you. 100%. Cool. Well, darn it all. We're agreeing on everything, Angie. We got to get some more. I know we got, we got to get something that's a little, <laughs> uh, a, a little more out there. Right. Exactly. Like, but you know, I mean, we put it out there. There may be people out there that, um, that don't agree with us. Right. Well, that's all right. I well, mean, let's, let's talk about the, let's talk about the meditation stuff we have had on our list. Um, I mean, that's not okay. Really well, you know, topic, we, but... we, we do let's let's before we do that, let's just take another minute to go to the other two pieces okay, assumption and judgment. Oh, that's right. Um, yep. you know, and as a reader, one of the things one of the things I hear often when I'm working with people, you know, on how to uh use their intuition is how do I know if it's you know, if it's my mind or if it's information I'm getting. And one of the ways to do that is to release assumption. Um, And then judgment, that's another whole story, you know, like, like, you know, and without going too deep into it, you know, if you have a conversation with the person ahead of time and they give you some information or in their question, Mm -hmm. you know, they say, I've done this, this, and this, and this is what's happened. And then you do the reading and you make a judgment based on what they told you on how to interpret the cards. That's, that's right. I mean, that's, that's just, ha- it's, well, right. And it, and it happens. It, I mean, cause you're human, right? It's a function of the human ego. True. So, so there's that, but then there's also how assumption and judgment um, impact your day-to-day life. And so if you start a neutral practice day to day, it can get easier. So I wanted to take a moment to look at kind of, are there things that I assume in my life that I could work on? And I discovered that if I don't hear from somebody for a while, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a friend or an acquaintance, a family member, not my husband, of course, because he's just upstairs, but, (laughs) or, or my kid, you know, even though he lives across the street or, or the one that lives in Texas, but people regular, you know, like other people. If I don't hear from somebody for a long time, I tend not to reach out because I assume that they haven't contacted me because they're mad at me for some reason. Oh, wow. Not that I've actually done anything. Right. But, you know, I am kind of a bull in a china shop. So I, you know, maybe (laughs) that's, but, but, you know, when you start really looking at something like that, that assumption keeps you know could keep you from having a a, um, a really great relationship with somebody you know because then it gets to be well you didn't reach out to me well I, you know you right. know that whole back self-perpetuating and forth thing. right so 
the idea of the importance of neutral state can really not only impact how you do readings or or any kind of psychic or intuitive work mediumship work totally important in mediumship work. right all oh, right um right like and and next week we have um we have val wood on she's a, a medium and channel cool and you know that's one of her core right that's the way she sets her up herself up as well um to put her, she puts herself in neutral state it looks a little different than the way i present it but it's still okay. the same thing right like mm -hmm. you know i like to give people the components because 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 energy right i'm inherently an energy worker find those things in your body and ask your body to release them so anyway so yep. i i think that's um that it is important neutral state it's important yeah one one more note on the assumption um one of the things i heard um said particularly well is we're humans in a body i mean we're, we're our, our human bodies and we carry our story with us but anytime you're going to connect for a reading psychic tarot we have to move our story out of the way so that that neutral state allows us to not have our story influencing what we're hearing or what we're getting. Oh, how interesting. So that's adjusting your filter. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Basically saying what right, I'm right, hearing right, right. is like my, my human ego side would say, Oh, I know what that is. No, no, you don't. Right. So, and it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of tips and tricks for working with the ego, but yeah. Um, I know somebody that puts their ego in a, in a glass cube. Oh, okay. Over there. Right. Yep. Like, um, One of the things you can do is give them something to do. Give them something to count. Like, right. What? Hey, ego, watch my breath while I go do this. <laughs> right. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, that's why journey meditation, guided journey meditation is so effective because it distracts your brain and allows oh. your body to connect with the energy. Oh, that's cool. I ne I'd never thought of that. Yep. Huh. Well, it's kind of what I do. So, yeah, well, um, <laughs> that but, is what you do. Yes, but, but I didn't, I didn't understand. I yeah, mean, I didn't know yeah, right. that it's, component of it. But you're um, right. And, right. And I know that we've got it on there too for today. Uh, binaural music. Mm, Same I thing. Know. Distracts your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. Love it. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say. I hate when things fly in and fly right <laughs> back out again. It'll come to me, I suppose. It will. Probably or tomorrow. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, well that yeah, I'm I'm good for that too. So um <laughs> what are you gonna do? Anyway, yeah. So that that's uh the practice of that, no matter what you do, neutral state can have a positive impact. Set yourself up for neutral state before you do a meditation. Set yourself up in neutral state before you before you walk into a job, you know, be, before you walk into your job, neutral mm -hmm. state. So you're less affected by those, those things, those energies that are coming with you, you know, that are coming at you. Um, yep. I, I do you know, have a that, student that does that. Yeah. That, that kind of um, reminds me of the importance of the morning routine, right? Right. Um, I've heard even from just strictly business, you know, gurus do not start your day on social media and email, but even better than that, start your day with, you know, um, a card pull. Um, I got my little um, uh, essential oils thing over here, some meditation music, and I have two favorite 
um, two favorite writers that, that send meditations every morning. Um, Marianne Williamson sends one, and I've got one from Suzanne Giesman. And just reading that and kind of making that the start of the day. Okay, I'm now in a neutral state. I have I, I I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to, to see the day. There you go. I mean, there and 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 those things are important, whatever they look like, whatever you know, whatever they look like for you, right? Mm -hmm. Because again, as an energy worker, that is the very first thing I do is balance my energy. Mm. That's my focus. That's yep. what I do. And the more people I teach to do that, um, the more people understand, you know, why that is. Because balanced energy is resilient energy, however you get there. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, Reiki or Amakua Ki, which is something I also do. Um, meditation, chakra meditation, binaural music, whatever it is, anything you can do to arrive in balance. Because it is in after all your energy that's being mm -hmm. affected right yeah and so balanced energy is resilient energy balanced energy is sound and smooth mm -hmm. and things can bounce off mm -hmm. rather than be rather than attach right which is a simplistic way to put it but hmm. cool no i like that right? that's nice but there's a good picture there yeah right it's um it's, it's really fascinating when you start working with the energy and the chakras and, and how you can put those stories together. And, you know, um, I can assess the person's energy and say, this is what's going on in your life based on what I get. And they're like, but how do you know that? Well, because I know stuff. No, right. <laughs> because you, your, your energy me. tells the story. Yeah. Right. Yep. So that's um, that, you know, and I, I, there was something else I wanted to touch on before we move to anything else. And it's almost time for shameless plug. I don't know what we have to plug at the moment, but, um, well, I have something and you have something. So it's I all good. Something. What about the people who say, I'm afraid to get a reading because I'm afraid they're going to give me bad news. Or I, I'm afraid they're going to tell me something bad. I, I feel I think... I, my heart hurts for them, for people that feel that way. Yep. Because that is fear, right? I think there's two components going on. One is, you know, on their end, you got to let go of the fear. But I think on the reader's end, you have to be so careful not mm -hmm. to present, this is a set in stone reading, and I'm sorry to give you bad news, but you, there's nothing you can do. No, readings are, as we see things right now, this is what's coming, what are you going to do to make things better? What are you going to do to take this information and make a little shift in, in how you are acting or seeing the world so that that reading isn't your set in stone future? It's a little like, hey, you might like to know, you might like to change a few things. See, and I never, ever give answers like that. Like my readings never come out that way. What do you mean? So but my readings never come out that way. They just don't. I don't. I. I because neutral state, prayer of intention, sacred container from which to do the work. Mm -hmm. Deliver this information and energy in a way that is comfortable and appropriate for all concerned. Yes. Yes. And exactly. Comfortable and appropriate. Very. Very rarely includes any kind of bad news 
yep. which is fine by me because yep. bad news is going to come no matter what. If it's on its way, you know, or if it involves other people, that it, it just kind of is what it is. Mm -hmm. So let me shore you up in a way that shows you what actions and choices you can take and make to make yourself resilient. Yes, resilient. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, but I, there's never, ever bad news in a reading unless you ask me a yes or no question and you really want to hear yes and the answer is no. <laughs> yep. But then I have this one deck that always tells me no and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a deck like that too. And it was so annoying. Every time I read from it, <clears throat> it always gives me like the equivalent of the tower card. Like what? what? Fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Not and, 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 and so, you know, <clears throat> we'll get to shameless plug in a minute. I think that's a really good little bit of a segue where I actually believe that there are decks that resonate with people and decks that don't. And I have bought decks and I have tried them out and said, nah, not so much. Mm -hmm. If I can, if I can see them in a shop and interact with their energy, then I can leave them behind. I, I, I do leave them behind. If I order them from Hay House when they have their darn 50% off, <laughs> 50% off sale, <laughs> you know, that only that, that limited time only, because it's not going to come around again, you know, for another three weeks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so there have been many decks that I bought open and I'm like, oh, no, I, I this is not good for me. I don't like this. Um, you know. Tarot decks tend to be that way for me, mostly because I don't understand the structure and framework mm -hmm. of tarot. And so I can't give a reading based on tarot framework that's as robust. Sure. Um, and then the Oracle cards are more of a bridge yeah. for me, you yep. know, a connection or a bridge. And and so I take the card and I see what's on it. And then, well, you've seen me. Yeah. Um, it kind of like, th this right. is, you, you this is like the first reading. step. And then, right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, and then, and then there's those things about, you know, don't give away a deck or sell a deck because that's, oh yeah, you know, the superstitions, right? And, and, and there, but you know, here's what I believe about that. If you believe that it's probably true for you, for you. Right. 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 Not for everyone. I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. I give them away. I sell them. I, yep. I buy decks. I, I, right. Like. I give cards away. I take decks apart and give really? you know, single cards away sometimes. Yeah, no like kidding. from sessions or whatever. Wow. Yeah. That would drive me nuts. That's that's going in out. It's going in well, the outdoor for me. So okay, I get that, but you might understand if I tell you I've got three or four decks that have two authors. Uh, that I have another one. I have a newer version that only has one author. If you ah, know yes. where I'm going with that, I do. So I do the know. one that the ones that have two authors, I give those cards away. Okay. It's the All same right. deck. I have. Yep. I have the replacement. Uh -huh. Um. You know, it's, I still it, have the same deck, deck that has served its, its purpose. Exactly. And now it, you know, the the cards as they move on to other people serve <laughs> as a. They. I mean, they serve as you know, like a beacon of hope, or sure. you know, whatever it might be. So sure. yep. that's kind of. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with all that. So that's, let's that's, see. That's good. And, 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 and very kindly put. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you know, that is what it is. That may be a conversation to be had at some point, but someday, um, I don't know. Anyway, now it's time for the shameless plug. So 
you go ahead and go first. All right. I am going to plug my card deck. So I, I have an Oracle deck that I created. Um, it's the Woo Woo deck. It is available on wooWooBook.com along with my book uh, for pre-order. And, and, and there's a link in the comments. Oh, fabulous. Okay. Um, if you go to wooWooBook.com, at the top, there is a, um, a shop uh, menu option, and that will take you to the shop where you can buy my Oracle deck. And um, uh, my book is still in process and will be, when it's released, you're going to know. You're going to know loud and clear when, when the book is ready. But at this point, you could order the, uh, the Oracle deck and get ready for the book. I'm also going, <laughs> you're going to like this, Angie. Uh, I'm going to have a companion T-shirt that says, yes, the shirt says, um, ask me about woo-woo. Oh, there you go. Ask me. Ask me. Oh, I'd have a lot to say. Yay. Right. <laughs> All right. On to you. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, let's not forget the Tarot Geek Facebook page. Oh, thank you. And my... my, my um... Tarot Geek uh, Tarot, tarot Geek. Party. Com and the yep. Tarot Geek Tarot Party. Where do people sign up for that? Do they need to be in your group to get to that? They do, yes. So there's actually there's two ways. If you go to tarotgeek.com, you can sign up um, on the list there, and then you will be invited to the tarot parties. If you go to the Facebook group, you have to um, ask to be a member of the Facebook group, and then you will get the, the invitations over Facebook. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to put a link to the group in the comments. And that is a that is a, a, a situation where you exchange readings with other people. You can yes. come and give a reading and get a reading, just get a reading or both. Correct. Um, yep. So, and it's a good time. It is, honestly. it's always fun. I have, that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, so, okay. And then I on, um, what, what is that Sunday? What's the date? February February 26th. 26th. Um, you can get the information on my Lasting Serenity Facebook page. There is a link in the comments. I'm doing a brand new meditation called The Wheel. Um, it, it's, it, is, uh, it, it, it is a session. It's a full session that I usually do on an individual basis. But I've been shown to do this as a group situation. And what this is about is connecting with yourself at different points in your life. So different hmm. aspects of yourself and clearing the connection between you and that aspect. So it might be your inner child. It might be you when you were a child. It, it's always one of your guardian angels is hmm. there. And it's always the ultimate version of yourself, whatever that is. So that might be now, that might be in 10 years, but the ultimate version when you have kind of come to the place where you understand what your life is about and mm -hmm. where you understand how to be in alignment with what you need to create, you know, when, what, when, and I say need what you need to create here on earth because that you come here to create a right. human existence, right? Right. Um, and my meditations are unique because not only are they guided and not only they are, are they a journey, but they're also supported by energy. So my meditations mm. are energy meditations. They're different than any guided meditation you could do. That's why they're on Zoom. 
so that you can have access to my hands. Cool. So um, I put a link to the Facebook event, or you can go to angiezxuh.com and find it under special events on my scheduling page. And that's it with the shameless plug. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. Now, what's next on your list? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, a preparation I learned in a class I just took um, over the last few weeks, kind of preparing yourself for connecting to the other side or connecting with spirit, connecting with a guide in order to do a good reading. So <laughs> backing up a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> what, what I learned... Somebody just said, just listen, but go ahead. <laughs> That's what I hear. All okay. right. Well, like, all right. We all so, know that yeah. I hear voices. So that's neither. But, here nor but, there. but to someone who has never listened before. That's right. You're right. This is, this is how. No, this you're, is, hey, I didn't say it. Don't. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. But, <laughs> you know, to your point, yes. Um, Just listen. Okay. Let me okay, get you in. Yes, it's Matthew's point. It's not my point. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Hi, Matthew. The, everybody yeah. needs some ritual some system to set themselves up to set themselves up to make those connections right no absolutely 100 yep. percent spot on i agree so i i took a class from suzanne geesman that's g-i-e-s-e-m-a-n-n geesman she's a, a psychic medium she teaches online she's with um not hay house um the other one um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll look while you talk. Okay. That? She, she has a method and it's on her website. So I'm not giving any, giving anything away that she doesn't already give away. She has a method for getting into the state for connecting. And she calls it the bless me method. And it's an acronym. Um, so B L E S S M E. And, um, I've been using this and it's, it's really good. It, it's very helpful. Let me go over the method real quick. Just, um, I'll say the letters. So B, breathe deeply. So take deep, three deep breaths. L, lift your energy with gratitude and feelings of love and joy. So you're you're now expanding and using gratitude and joy to really make the, the heart open. The letter E, B, L, E, expand your presence. Um, now you're not just here, you're expanded. Your, your, your energy is going out, 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 expanding limitlessly. Letter S, is the words I surrender, letting the ego go. And then the second S is the word shift. And that's for you. Okay, I'm, I'm shifting from being here. I'm shifting channels. I'm going to connect uh, to this state of consciousness. And then the letter M, merge yourself with your spirit guide teacher or angel or loved one. And then the letter E is experience the insight and guidance from the higher consciousness. So if you look it up, I found that to be extremely helpful when I'm trying to get into the state of, of, of connecting. Okay. So that's a really, they are, they are all really great points. There's a couple of things I see missing. Okay. The way I see it. One is some kind of element of protection, mm. which is only good comes to me. Only good comes from me, whatever that sounds like. Right. Um, and I like I think that, one, that by the I, way. I, I think that's really important. Uh, it, not because not because I think there's evil entities out there, 
trying to get you from the other side. I do not believe that. I will never believe that. You'll never convince me about demons or any of that. Agreed here too. But you're still interacting on the fifth dimension, in the fifth dimension, whatever you want to call it. I, I grow weary of the fifth dimension conversation <laughs> anyway, because I literally have had somebody tell me, oh, well, all of us are in the fifth dimension except our right hip and our right knee. Like what? But anyway, I digress. It sounds like a TikTok. I know, right? Um, so so that element of only good comes to me, only good comes from me, whatever that looks like, right? Yep. And then is there a reminder for you when you are finished with the work to shut that down? Yes, that's not part of the bless me method, but that is a really good point. Shut it down and be thankful. Give your gratitude for the yeah, well, gratitude is a really important piece. And and let me tell you how I know this. Um, I do. I told you I do Akashic work. So I connect to the Akashic record. And one of my favorite things to do is to find those issues that people are, you know, that are affecting people in this current life and to find the stories of them. Like, I love to do that. Yeah, it is fun. But I have to consciously connect to the Akashic record, right? If you have a reading with me and we go too far over the hour that I allow, you can watch it happen. I completely start to run out of gas. Huh. Because the because it's a drain. It's an energy yeah. drain. Oh, yes. That give and take of energy, it's not robbing me of my energy, okay? So I'm not putting my energy, you know, like like when I when I do energy sessions, that's not my energy. You know, I'm a mm -hmm. channel, but channeling energy is taxing to the physical body. Yes. I would so agree. it's really important at the end. And here's another thing. I'll tell this is one more. This is a good one. Here's another reason. Um, but at the end, it's really important that you consciously close. Like for me, the Akashic record has a door. Mm -hmm. And I close the door. I've heard that most times that I've had right. Akashic Records read. Close the door. You know, but for me, it it also has the Dewey Decimal System in a card catalog. Okay. <laughs> like, all right then. But. You have to so, close and the it's, card catalog. Right. It's been a while, but I, I, I'm I known to do crystal meditations where I grid the entire room and I have a group of people in and I be, send a lot of energy through the crystals in the grid connect with the people, take them wherever they're going to go. And if I forget to disconnect from all that and really ground my energy, you know, pull up some energy from the earth, I get lost going home. Wow. <clears throat> Two turns. Right. Two. Right. It's just go out, take a right, drive straight, and then turn into my subdivision. That is it. And I will get lost, go the wrong way. So it's really, really important to close the, to close so that you understand you know because you need to be the manager of your own domain right managing mm -hmm. your own energy so i think if you add those two little pieces you have you have a winner there yeah right? I, I, I like, like that and, and the gratitude the gratitude you know like in my my method is so and I, i'll just put it in a nutshell i have a long way of putting it out but the prayer of intention it's all about protection the light mm -hmm. whatever that looks like for you Mm -hmm. creating that container to do the work. And then there's always an element of gratitude, right? Huge. And a and, and an element of intention. 
So mm-hmm. only good comes to me, only good comes from me. Always, I give thanks for all of the blessings and the work that's about to happen. And, you know, as I as I connect here, I am surrounded and filled with the light to create a safe and sacred container from which to do my work. And I mean, you're set then, right? Yeah. Like, and if you if you just do that in the morning, whether you're going to do this work or not, I think you're better off for it. That could be part of the morning routine. Right. It I like totally that. could be. Yes. I could do this. Um, hmm. Yes. And I actually have written uh, the ultimate spiritual practice guide, or I forget exactly what it's called, which will be released on my Facebook page sometime soon. Uh, you'll just have to, you know, sign up for emails to get it a copy. So keep an eye out for that. Right. I'll, I'll sign up too. Yes. Well, <laughs> you can have it now. I can just drop it in the messenger for you. Um, no, that sounds actually something that I would actually use. That's that sounds really, really. Yeah, because it, 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 it really it what it does is it helps you write your own. Right. Mm-hmm. These are the components. This is what mine looks like. Now take it and make it work for you. Right. Because that's really what I'm all about. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to follow my. Get, let me tell you what the components need to be and then let me let you figure out what that looks like for yourself. Mm-hmm. Just, I like that. So, yeah, me too. Anyway, okay. What's next? Well, we're going to do a, an Oracle deck and we want to talk real quick about binaural beats. You think we got oh, time for gosh. both? Yeah, why not? Yeah, all we right. got yeah, we won't we don't and 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 but there's binaural beats, but there's all kinds of binaural music on on YouTube. Right, right. I just on YouTube search, I just typed in binaural beats and I picked the first one that I, and I listened to it and like, yeah, this is good. Well, um, this, there's so much out there that you can just, you know, take and, and listen to. Right. Here's the best. This is the best. This is what it's called. You're going to go, but what is it called? And I'm going to go, that is what it's called. It is called probably the best music for relaxation and meditation. The absolute best piece of binaural music I have ever listened to. And it probably, starts with the word probably. It does. It starts with the word probably. Um, Is that a series? Isn't there like a series? I, of there, it, there might be. It okay. might be. I mean, I know this one particular. Um, I know this one particular, you know, version. But mm-hmm. I think actually that there's more than one you know like if you go say on the amazon music and you go to buy it i think more than one come up okay all right um but i'll put this so this one i use so much that i can't use it with clients because the minute i hear it my body goes oh time to check out (laughs) you know that whole pavlovian thing right yes sure my body just goes you've trained you've trained yourself to yep. get into a meditative state with exactly. that. Wow. And and if I could give anybody a piece of, uh-oh, did I not copy it right? Um, if I could give anyone a piece of information, especially when they are um, just starting out with meditation, is use the same music all, over and over. Use you know it, Use the same piece. Keep I, using the same piece. I did that when I started meditation, and I did it because I was lazy, but it actually, it actually worked because I used the, like I had the same piece right on my phone, right on the home screen. And I'd always use the same music. I think I used it for like six months. And then yeah. I thought I should probably get some new music, but by just being lazy, I did exactly that. How interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I'm telling you, like 
there's this one and then there's another hearts piece um i think it's what is it 512 oh yeah i, I had a list I, I, there, there, it, there's i can't remember i can't remember the, but there's another piece that um well i can do this to myself with crystals too though in the office but it's like uh oh wait where'd i go for a minute you know so i've done it with crystals like i've been in the middle of a class and i mm. i build crystal contraptions that's what mm. i call them wow. where i take crystals and put them together you know like in, in a stick and i made one one time that was so powerful mm. that it i put it in the middle of the room and it was three people it was me as the teacher and then two students and after about five minutes, one of us was like, oh, because we Turn were all staring. We were all staring at each other. Right. I was like, oh, I think we better take this apart. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm all over playing in the energy. That's my that's that's, that's my that's thing. That's really fun. Yeah. So anyway, so I put um it's not really showing what the links are, but all of the links that we talked about are in the comments of and it'll all be on YouTube, yep. right? So, so let me let me talk real quick about what binaural beats is, because not everyone knows what that is. Yes. <clears throat> Basically, what it is is if you have one frequency going in one ear and a slightly different frequency going in the other ear, <clears throat> your brain hears a the difference between the two frequencies as its own frequency. You put 440 here, you put 438 over here, you're going to get a two hertz frequency in your brain that sets your brain according to one of the meditative brainwave states. So I, th I think that's I think that's good enough. Okay, so here's 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 Angie. What, here you have two different things coming in both sides. And they affect both sides of your brain in a way that allows your brain to relax so that you can get by and start meditating. Relax your brain. That's what Perfect. the deal is with that, right? Like, so he's always going to give you the more sciencey answer, and I'm always going to give you the less the more, more practical more, answer. Yes. <laughs> both answers are valuable because they're really both the same answers, just told to you in a different way. Right. So I bought a I bought a set of of binaural music uh, meditations from a company called Hemisync Hemisync, and I used it for meditation. And darn it all, no matter how alert I was, fifteen minutes into that thing, I was mm -hmm. just out, out, out. And I'd try it in the morning, and I'd be out. I tried it at night, and I'd you know I'd have to I'd like oh there so goes here, an hour. So here here comes the energy worker again. Okay. Yes. Did you sit in the music while you were sleeping? Yes. So you got benefit of it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It was I, no I, doubt. that that I, I believe 100. percent so That's why those things are so powerful. You know, like if you have a sleep machine and it's got binaural music on it for putting right. you to sleep, it works. Yes, it absolutely works. Yep. Because and it calms all that down, right? Like yeah. Yep. That I've, I've run across a couple of meditations where it's like, no matter what I, there were a couple of attunement of attunement meditations that I did, you know, like for classes I was taking. And um, no matter how many times I tried to listen to the whole thing, you know, cause it was right. guided and I never I actually never got heard the whole the thing. Yep. I, I, I even thought about one time, maybe I should start it like halfway in. So maybe I'll have a chance at hearing what the end of it, but I never, I never got around. I did exactly it, so. the same thing. And <laughs> 
I, I, I would get 10 minutes into it, no matter where I started. And I'm like, out. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? I mean, if you just take a moment to discover these things that allow your body to get into a parasympathetic state, because mm-hmm. that's, you know, what we're talking about here. Um, there's a lot of healing and release that can happen that doesn't have to be any kind of hard work. It's all, it like happens in the background. It happens in the background. There's subconscious oh. things that go. There's unconscious things that go. There's even things that are in your conscious that if you start doing this kind of work, somewhere along the line, you might go, wow. You know, in the past, that would have really affected me. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't, right? you know, or like when you do yoga and all of a sudden you look up and you're like, wow, look at the sky. I've never seen it look like that. Hmm. Different, You know, mm-hmm. these things, all the breath, the frequencies, they all have an impact on how you move through your life. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. Any final thoughts on, on, on that? Nope. I think uh, we should do our, we should do our, 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 um, our uh, deck review. Deck review. We're going to there do it is. Colette Baron Reed, Oracle of the Seven Energies. It's a really, really great deck. Really great deck. I would agree with that. So, how long have you had yours? Um, less than a year. Yeah, me too, I think. I don't remember. You know, isn't that terrible? Like, as I look around and see the, well, there was a stack of five or six over there, and there's a stack of you yeah, know eight or ten over here. here eight over there yeah right <laughs> you and me both so how do you use it what do you do so uh normally what i'm doing i have i guess two things i do one is if i do a card my i always do a card pull in the morning and i always do one tarot card and one oracle card and if, if i am so moved i pull from either this one or the other one of the other oracle decks also, when I'm doing a tarot reading for someone, sometimes at the end of the reading, I'll pull one oracle card just to kind of like, all right, let's have one card to wrap everything up. Yeah, wrap everything up. Exactly. Okay, so I just want to point out the two of us are shuffling. Mm-hmm. We have not set this up in advance just in case we pull <laughs> the same card. Which has happened. And I shouldn't be surprised by that anymore, but I'm still surprised by it. Me too. Like, wow, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> nope. Well, at, at the Oracle Seance event we did uh, last Sunday, I pulled the same card from two different decks for the same person. Yeah, right? That right? was crazy. Yeah, like, was. that message really needed to get through to those I know, folks. I know. You know, and, 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 and when you put yourself and the people, because remember, we did a really powerful meditation before we started that. Yeah. To put ourselves as readers, but also... Uh, the attendees as queerance mm-hmm. uh, into a state where they'd be open to receive whatever they needed at the time. You know, so I would, I would put to you that um, an event like that can be very much more powerful in the idea of doing a reading than say an expo, which is very fun. Right. And I love doing an expo, but this was a, even though we were all on Zoom, it was a much more intimate yeah, and, and it was sort a of really powerful vibe. Yep, contained, you know, yeah. a dynamic and a, and a really what we did was we created an energy matrix. Yep. Right. Like anyway. Okay. So, what are we looking for for folks right now? What just what do they need to know this week? 
Sure. Yeah, let's let's give him a little send off. All right. So you go first. Okay, so I pulled card number 10, and it says at the bottom, Close Encounters, which reminds me of a movie from the 70s. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that movie quite well, actually. I do too. It was a it was it was ground it was groundbreaking. And I was really young, so I didn't quite know what was going on. All right, so let's see. Um, here's what it says. This is a time of connection that asks for you to be vulnerable and authentic. Let go of any social masks or constructs that you use to keep yourself apart from others. Lower your shields and allow yourself to step into a dance of intimacy. When you become close to people, you remind yourself that you are not alone. You are part of a beautiful, meaningful bond. I have a personal story to go along with that, that card, but I'll have you pull your, pull your... Okay, so, and I would just like to tell people that um, that card carries the energy of water. Mm. So, if you were to do a meditation on this idea of, of just allowing yourself to step into that dance, um, if you were to connect with the energy of water before you did that as, as a meditation or... Or visualization. Mm -hmm. um, and also, uh, and this is all, these are the only ones that are going to be there on, on the channel, on the Does It Resonate channel, on the YouTube channel. There are each of the elements, elemental breaths. So you've got water, go find the water breath, do a visualization, and just make yourself, allow yourself to be vulnerable and see what comes to you. Mm. Oof. <laughs> All right. Card number 42. Now, of course, 42 is my husband's favorite number because he says it has something to do with alien. I don't know. Oh, it's from, the, um, it's from a book. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, okay. See, I don't, I never read it. So I, I read fluffy fiction. You already know that. About me. <laughs> this is funny fiction. Oh, okay. Well, I like funny, so maybe we'll see. All right. So, smoke and mirrors, but it is the energy of light. So now we have water and light, which if you really think about it, water and light are so amazing together because mm. water has the ability to what? Amplify the light, mm -hmm. right? You know, you see water coming. Think about how it comes off the pool which is, you know, my favorite yeah. place to be in the, the summertime. Yep. So, okay. Smoke and mirrors. Um, we're actually built the world to, we're actually built to view the world inaccurately. Our five senses tell us we are separate from one another. We're conditioned to see time as linear. Now I would put to you that that's a human construct. Mm -hmm. um, this creates a consciousness of delineation, separation, and finality. We have an innate fear that what we see is all there is. Well, we were talking about that, weren't mm -hmm. we? Yep. Um, although we know deep down there is more, we are suspicious of it. Our fear of death results from this kind of perception. So really, really interesting that this would come up when we've had this conversation around yeah. fear. And so really what this card is telling you is that what you see here is kind of all smoke and mirrors. Now, I am really attached to the importance of the human experience and, and the journey, at, you know, as a physical body. I believe we are souls 
who are here to have a human experience. I believe in the importance of this. And I also believe uh, it's really sad that we don't have recall, although that's what we're doing, right? Like what they call awakening, what they, you know, not that other word, because I'm not going to even mention it, but you know, what they call awakening, we are remembering, we're remembering our soul connections, Mm -hmm. right? And the Akashic um, Records reading helps you re- remember. And, right, exactly. And I, I've been 100%, I have never been 100% wrong in an Akashic Record reading ever. Not with people I know, not with people I didn't know, ever. So cool. that it's there. That yep. information is there. Um, but the, oh, it's gone, lost it. You're talking about this, the the our uh, experience here being smoke and mirrors, and uh, the importance right. of being in a human. In human existence. Right. So, so it is smoke and mirrors to some extent because there's so much misinformation floating around in the human world. You know, confirmation bias is a lot right. of it. But you know, the idea that um, the idea that everything that we do here has an impact on what happens on the other side, when in fact. Not my own answer, but the answer I've gotten from many angels, teachers, guides, is that we set ourselves up to be here from the other side, not vice versa. Right. So those those fear conscious things that would have you toe the line in the human world mm-hmm. are, okay, we might get canceled, but oh, right, we can't. They're BS. Right. Right. <laughs> But we can't get canceled because we don't have a network. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. So that that's that is the answer to that question. Um, Smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. Ditch the fear and you'll be able to see through it. Yep. And then the other part of it, back to this card, is um, we're we're here to do this together. No one is going to be able to do this alone. We're here to work together. And the long, the further along I get in life, the more I realize that it's all about people and doing stuff together, work, working together right. to move everybody forward. Wow. Well, here's just the end because because it's the end. <laughs> today, trust the inner voice that reminds you that you truly will find what you seek and more, even if outer conditions appear to challenge that. It's all smoke and mirrors. Things are not exactly as they seem. Mm -hmm. So that could resonate with you in many different ways. You Mm -hmm. might, you know, you might have a situation in front of you that is not quite what it seems. You might, you might be questioning where you are in your spiritual journey and where you think you want to go. Really interesting. I don't know anybody who stepped their first step on a spiritual journey that their journey five years later looks like what they thought it would when they started out. No one. I think, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, I you know, it, because, because you can't conceptualize what the possibilities actually are. Right. right? So never be attached to a particular outcome. Right. Because Put the intention out there and then let it come to you. Yes. So, wow. Another episode in the can. This was fun, man. This yes. was a great. I had a great time today. This is a really, really good topic. Me too. Me too. Now, everybody join us next week when Valerie Wood, she is the the most amazing Archangel Michael channel. She channels Archangel Michael. She channels some other 
some other beings, uh, Ben Zaiten, who's a Japanese god. She's all about organization. Um, she, you know, she's a medium. She's just amazing. And she cool. really loves to teach people in the beginnings of their journey mm. about signs and about how to receive signs and how about, about how to recognize signs and discern. And also like her, my favorite, my very, very favorite saying of hers, sometimes a rock is just a rock. <laughs> so uh, join us next week for Does It Resonate With You? I'm Angie. I'm John. And we'll see you next week. Awesome.